0: we we'll in the locker room with Wolf and Starks
1: on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers.
0: Every facet of our game can be a little bit better. And that's a you know there's there's no magical answer to this I don't believe but we just other than I'm I'm very proud and you know excited about where our players are at with it. There's nobody there's nobody pointing fingers, there's nobody throwing in the towel. There's no you know we just we're one and one we're fortunate to be there great job by you know a lot of components but we won a game against a really good team it's much easier to do
1: that when you when you win a game and we're gonna just keep fighting until we get it the way we've you know the way we had it in the summer the way we had it in camp and, and we got to get ourselves back to that and it's a challenge for all of us and we're working really hard to find what that is
2: and that's Matt Canada prepping for the big soiree out in Vegas with them, them Raiders and Max. Them Raiders are going down. I'm feeling it in my bones, okay? I got good mojo, good feeling about what can go on Sunday night. What say you – wait a minute, wait a minute. My teammate. My teammate – wait, this just came across this morning. My teammate, Max Starks.
0: Max Starks, Florida Gators.
2: Oh my gosh!
0: Oh, yes. yes, we had now to get. I just,
2: I just had to put that in there. Wesley and I have been laughing about this. Going, we got to so, find a way to get this in.
1: So Max, we you know Wolf and I sit here in the studio for you know twenty minutes before the show and kind of talk about the sound that he wants and all these different things, right? And I'm scrolling through Twitter. And someone posted a video, uh, Steelers lineup intros from 15 years ago today, right? And so we pull it up on the screen, and they're going through the offensive line, and Big Alan Fanica, and Jeff Harvings, and we laugh because we get to see our guy.
0: Max Starks, Florida Gators. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Hey,
2: you look great, buddy. You look young, and, well, you still look young, but, you know, you you had the dew going up a little bit, you know? Yeah, you
0: know, long hair don't care uh, era, you know, at that point. <laughs> what? Back when you pull it into a ponytail. Yeah. There you go. Know. Yeah. Okay. Stuff. But, yeah. you know,
2: think about it. You were 15 years ago today, you were doing something on the field. I mean, I, I, I'm i like in history. I, they, don't even, they don't even have film of my
0: games, I'm sure. Anymore. <laughs> don't NFL, make films, me... has NFL yeah. films has everything. NFL Films has everything. Yes, Max.
1: And don't make me bust out that video of Wolf at like the 1986 Strongest Man oh, competition. Oh, no, 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 right? strongest, strongest Man you know, competition. No, no, yeah, there, there we with go. His, And his long hair don't care day.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, he, de- he definitely. He had, he had, he had, he had the T-Bird. Had, 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 had a little gold chain around his neck, probably. <laughs> Definitely rolled up. Hey, the rolled up sleeves, you know, on the shirt. Just to make sure the biceps were popping. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, you're killing me. You're <laughs>
2: killing me now, you know.
0: Has a stonewashed Jordash jeans on, right? Oh, it's the cons. man. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my heavens. Okay, moving right along. <laughs> Oh, it's funny when, when, when the when the tables turn, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All of a sudden, I start sweating and everything else. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah exactly. Oh gosh.
2: All right, oh, Max. Man. This is a big game coming up, of course. And you know, just the thought of yeah. a Sunday night and and looking at this. First of all, uh, I'm excited. I really am. I look. There's nothing I've seen on film thus far that says that the Steelers can't go in and whoop the Raiders. What say you?
0: Listen. I uh I called that uh that Buffalo game. That Buffalo Vegas game. Oh, I did you? Okay. In person. Yes. Okay, there you go. Yeah, uh right before I came uh to you know to to uh, to Pittsburgh for the Cleveland game. That's right. And that Raiders squad, you know, drive one everything looked in sync. Right. For them. They were passing the ball, they were spreading the ball around. They could not rush to save their lives. No. against that against that Buffalo front um, that had trouble a week before with Brees Hall and company. And it, they, they made the Buffalo Bills look like the team that was an AFC contender a year ago. That's how bad they played. I mean, Josh Allen completed his first 13 passes in a row. Wow. And it was all underneath stuff. So they respect speed. They stay in a two-high shell defensively um, outside of Max Crosby. Um, Bilal Nichols, um, John Jenkins, all these dudes, I mean, Jerry Tillery, uh, they, they just, they didn't have any dudes. And then Tyree Wilson, their first round pick, um, he still looks like he's trying to get in game shape cause he had the foot injury. Mm. Um, and, and it just, I mean, and Robert Spillane made every single tackle it felt like, I mean, Robert yeah. Spillane had 14 tackles at the game. So, you know, between him, divine Diablo at the secondary level, um, Noah Hobbs, Marcus Epps were very active both their safeties. Jacorian and Bennett is their uh, is their is their rookie corner um, that plays opposite Marcus Peters. Marcus Peter and they don't and they don't travel, so they both play s- sides of the ball. Right. So you can get your matchup, you know,
2: that you want uh, that yeah. you
0: want at the wide receiver position because they they don't travel, they don't fl- flip sides. Marcus Peter only plays one side. Jakory Bennett and Bennett plays the other side. So when you're looking at that structure of their team, uh, you know exactly where they're going to be. Now they will blitz, like they will send Bobby Spillane on a blitz. Right. Um, they will blitz um, Marcus Apps at times, but that's where the quick game goes. And they they stay too high almost exclusively. Like they were forced into it after they were down like 17 to seven um, to actually go and start actually blitzing some because they were getting burned so much underneath but then it created man opportunities Devonte Adams had a cut had a, had a couple of big catches in that game Gabe Davis had a really nice um, had a really nice long play I think it was like a 41 yarder mm-hmm. um, once Jacorian and Bennett kind of kind of came down and he kind of slipped on the coverage on a double move and boom and that's when Josh Allen made him pay because he didn't get a lot of deep passes on him so and then James Cook was able to run. Um, you know, their run defense was porous. So if we're going to see what this offense can be under Matt Canada, it's going to be against this opponent Yep. because this is a mediocre defense and we have to keep them mediocre. You cannot allow them to be greater than they are. And you have to provide that pressure. And that's going to come with taking what's given if you're Kenny Pickett, but also committing to running the football. You can run the football on this team. Yes. This isn't the. This isn't a top seven defense. I think I would argue that Cleveland and San Francisco's defense are top seven in the league. I would say top and, five. Those yeah, guys. top five. See, I, I was just, I was like, you know what? Let me give a little leeway for the Cleveland defense because I definitely think, you know, the San Francisco defense is the top defense in the league. Yeah. Hands down. Right. Um, and then I think Dallas kind of works their way in there, even though they right, haven't really right. played anybody. Um, you know, they played two New York teams. I don't think that really counts. Um, but they're having impressive numbers against those two New York teams, yeah. and then and then I think you know Philly still has a, has a really good really right. elite defense. But they're in the conversation. Really gonna come down right. to that. Yeah, yeah, they're in the conversation. So so yeah, this this week and next week will be the two barometer tests to see really where the Steelers' offense is.
2: There's no question in my mind, and I love the fact that you you are able to um, recall enough to give us a uh, that beautiful scouting report over the bills game because i don't know about you i don't know how you can remember all that stuff you got more brain cells active than i do but certainly
0: we're, we're, it's in the cloud it's well in the it's cloud, in the cloud right? and we're not going to explain where that cloud is because <laughs> i don't want, want you looking up there's a ceiling in where you're at now, so don't look up now, you, yeah really i'm looking in the studio here going
2: hey where's, yeah. where's the
0: cloud i don't where see any cloud, cloud here. Don't see it's in your covered. brain
2: <laughs> yes it's called brain fog oh yes all right. Now oh, uh, here's here's something. We were talking yesterday about pro football focus, okay? This is one of the things that that, that just gets under my skin. I, I find it very humorous. For the last couple of years, before Bobby Spillane went out to Vegas, they played him in the dime, you know, and everybody yeah. was saying pro football focuses. says he can't cover anybody. Did you see the the Raiders put some good money into him and he's out there for all their dime and nickel stuff. You know what I mean? I'm sitting there going, "He's the smartest guy." Yeah, (laughs) I laugh because you got the people saying, "Oh, he's terrible in it," and yet you got two teams. The Steelers were using him in the dime and so forth, and now he goes out to Vegas and he's still out there because he does a pretty good job of of understanding coverages. You know, it's it's difficult, but at the same time, you know, it kind of gives makes you go, "What are they looking at?"
0: Once again. And, and and we should we, we shared this yesterday. Wes you ready? One, two, three. Boo, Boo! PFF. Boo. There you because, go. Because because once again, you know, I mean and here's the thing. Yes, did 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 they score thirty-eight points? Yes, the Buffalo Bills did score thirty-eight points. Did they hit their tight ends a lot? Yes, they hit their tight ends a lot. But, you know, given given the construct of what they're playing in that two shell. It was meant for the underneath stuff to be available, right. mm-hmm. so it wasn't necessarily there. Was there was very few man opportunities for Robert Spillane. So, and what what they cared about was, hey, can you can you go hit downhill thump, right? Yeah. Can you go meet guys in the hole? Can you go put pressure? And they did an excellent job of blitzing at certain times, forcing forcing uh forcing the issue against Josh Allen to get him out of a rhythm later in the game. Um, But once again, it's also tough when your defensive line is not providing any pass pressure. That puts a lot of stress on your defensive backs and your linebackers. So, you know, they had to add blitz. They had to do some different things because they weren't willing to give up quarters coverage, cover two um, principles. They didn't really play a lot of cover three till late in the game when they had to blitz a little bit more. But, I mean, they were exclusively, we're going to play zone. We're not going to play any man. And we're going. We're going to give you the underneath and dare you to throw underneath, and and you can only that, work what they give fine. you. You know what I yeah, mean. You can only work within that construct. Yeah. So There was no asking Robert Spillane to pick up the back out of the backfield and go straight swing passes. Um. You know. And 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 mirror the back. So I think in those situations, you know, as an offense, you're gonna have to force them into some man situations because then you'll get some exposure, but as long as they're playing like too high zone, meaning two safeties high in any of those concepts, whether it's right. two, whether it's four um, and, and they probably will mix in maybe some cover eight. If the, if they feel like they're really threatened and then now, you know, it's only three guys rushing, um, you know, there, there's going to be some opportunities for the Steelers. So it's just the patience. Now the person who will be frustrated early on is going to be George Pickens. So how does George Pickens stay mentally in this game until they crack? Because, You're going to want to take those shots when they do give you single high or when you do feel like they have to blitz because they haven't gotten any pressure on Kenny Pickett. That's that's when when the opportunities come. So George Pickett has to stay locked in the game mentally, and you've got to utilize your tight ends in this game. You've got to. There's no Um, question. There's no reason Darnell Washington should not get a target. He has not gotten a target yet. Can Um, we get more than
2: two to to Muth?
0: Yeah. Yeah, Uh more than two to Muth. And, and you know, and, and give Connor Hayward a little bit a little bit of running room um yep. in the process. I, I think, you know, if if we're being serious and we're looking at it critically, that would be the one area outside of the run game um that I would say has been underused, underutilized has been our tight ends in the middle of the field. And I don't know if that's fear, the blitz has just been that strong or whatever, right um that they haven't used in the first two games. But for Darnell Washington not to have any targets through two games, and he's yeah. played a good amount. Um, just lets us know that, that that's an underutilized position and undervalued, um, right now in this offense. So, I would love to see a good mix of them because I think they can. Because, because Dalton Kincaid and Dawson Knox had some awesome plays, he did against the Raiders. <laughs> I mean, it, so, so when you have that, and they, and they had a couple touchdowns, so I think if we can get in the red zone, we can utilize him. And That's the other key getting in the red zone, right. You've got to get to the red zone. You've got to keep drives alive so that you can utilize all the weapons that you have at your disposal.
2: There's no question. You know, I it's so funny because when you when you mentioned um, Trayvon Morrig and uh, Dawson Trayvon Knox. Merrick, yeah, yeah, yeah. Merrick, yeah. it was so funny. I was watching film and as I, if I remember. Merrick got hit, went down, something like that, and I saw, like, Dawson Knox, like, stand over him and kind of give him the business and walk away. Uh, yeah. And then later on, Trayvon put the heat on, on Dawson Knox, and <laughs> he was standing over Dawson Knox, and it was just like a short time later you know and it was just funny i was yeah. just you just brought it was to at mind red, that, it
0: was a red zone it was at it was at like third and yeah, one. yeah exactly and but it was so funny yeah. because
2: you could tell he was definitely remembering the hit before that dawson Knox oh, yeah. or somebody else had put on him and dusted him and i'm not, i'm not sure who who it was that hit mayrig but it was really i thought it was rather funny
0: yeah no, it was, and I remember that play because that was the short crosser across the middle where yes. Josh Allen kind of held it a second too long, and they were trying to thread the needle on him. And Trayvon Merrick was like, "Nope, not this time." <laughs> Boom, stick applied. Yeah, no, it, it was. Yeah, no, that, that was a funny point in the game because because here is the thing: they actually stopped them on fourth and one on the or fourth and goal on the mm-hmm. one um, early on. So they had a good goal line stand, and that was the play where. It was um, Dawson Knox was on the right-hand side, and he was releasing on on a quick post, and Trayvon Merrick was playing the other safety, um, and I just remember him just coming right across at the last second because Hobbs was in trail um, from the slot position, and so it was kind of like a scissors thing where it was either Merrick was going to hit him or Knox was going to catch it, and then Hobbs was going to hit him from behind, so it almost was like a crunching motion, and Dawson Knox felt those footsteps and got alligator arms. (laughs) <laughs> yeah what you can do yeah i can understand but it was it just tends to happen on occasion Yeah, it, 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 you're, it's you're bracing you're bracing for impact versus <laughs> versus just letting your body be a sacrificial lamb for the touch for the greater good of the team well uh, sometimes fight or flight does kick in <laughs>
2: You know, the thing that's interesting was there's a report, too, that the Raiders have placed defensive end Chandler Jones on non-football illness list amid a whole string of bizarre social media posts. So when you were talking about their lack of pass rush production, one of the guys that was able to produce pass rush production is now going to be on the non-football illness list. I find that kind of interesting because, you know – we talk a lot about T.J. Watt. We talk a lot about Alex Highsmith, the bookend, how the pressure is amped up because one guy is bringing it and the other guy brings it, and then you've got that good copacetic thing going on with high-pressure stuff. But Max Crosby's the guy that really brings the heat there. But if you don't have Chandler Jones, my goodness, you know, Max uh, – I see Max Crosby jumping both sides. He's playing over both tackles. But it's going to – that's really got to hurt them.
0: No, it, it, it does hurt because there is no Robin, right? To Batman, <laughs> there you and, go. I should have known you'd go yeah. with
2: the uh, what was it, Avengers or is that no? Is oh, that no it's just, Marvel. This DC Comics. Oh, DC, this is okay. totally okay. different. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, no, no, no. sorry.
0: No. Yes, please don't put Batman. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. CJ, uh, CJ,
2: would be just like rolling over.
0: Oh, hey, man, CJ terrible. is rolling over right now. Yeah, I'm yes. sure he's like, "What is my dad talking about?" <laughs> I brought him up better than that. <laughs> It's like, we go through hours of this. I quiz him. (laughs) I can just just Uh, see you sitting on the couch, like, you know, in in a half comatose state after eating. And (laughs) and, and CJ has like, has like, has like reference cards. And he's just like, all right, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman is like and Superman. And dad, 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 is Iron Man a part of DC? (laughs) No, he's not. Ram. Iron Man is in Marvel. I got you there. <laughs>
1: I knew you weren't paying attention last night.
0: I knew it, Dad. Oh, I'm gonna man. I'm gonna go roll my 32 sided die, and I'm gonna <laughs> cool off. <laughs> oh my goodness! That's, that's too oh, funny. Oh my gosh! But I no, but uh, but yeah, but 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 to get back to the Chandler Jones, yeah, it, it is weird. And like I said, Tyree Wilson, uh, they're rookies, the guy who's trying to play opposite that side. And it's just, it's, it's, it's not working. He's not, he's not up to snuff just yet. So I think that's where you look at it. You say, okay, who's going to step up? And they've been asking for someone to step up. And then of course, um, you know, offensively, right. They brought over Jacoby Myers. Mm -hmm. Jacoby Myers was out, uh, in the concussion protocol. So they were trying to work in Trey Tucker, who's very fast. Now, I will say this, offensively for Jimmy G, <clears throat> how you control Trey Tucker is going to be – because he's a Calvin Austin type. Okay. Um, so you've got to make sure that you know what he's doing. They, and they like to run jet sweep with him. He had a 34-yard uh. jet sweep in, in the game um, in that first drive that really that really lent them to, to being um, available at, on that first drive to make a touchdown run because Josh Jacobs was bottled up. I mean, Josh Jacobs only had two positive yardage runs out of the nine attempts, and he finished with negative two yards on the game.
2: Max, the very first play, one of the Bills' defensive tackles took Greg Van, uh, Van Roten, the right guard, straight back, and Jacobs ran right into the rump of Van Roten, and it knocked him flat on his back for like a two or Ed three Oliver. yard line. Yeah, Ed, Oliver Ed, that's Ed, Ed Oliver.
0: Ed Oliver destroyed Greg Van Roten. Oh, I was, I was um, sitting there going, I can't oh. believe it.
2: I mean, just yeah, straight it into the back of Van Roten. You know, Van Roten's got a big old ham hocks on him. That's a big boy. Yeah, you know? Van Rumpen, yeah. you know. <laughs> Greg Van Rumpen. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that was it. And knocked him down. I mean, just knocked him flat on his back. It was it was, uh, it was, was unbelievable.
0: I just I haven't seen –
2: you don't see too many of that in the NFL.
0: Yeah, Greg was definitely uh, – ha- had some problems in the game. Um, you know, because one of the things, and I was I was talking to my buddy Lincoln Kennedy. Um, yep. So Link, big Link, uh, runs. Uh, you know, he he does he does your role for the Raiders. He's right. he's the analyst in the booth. So, you know, I sat down with Link, um, you know, pregame to go over kind of, you know, the roster and everybody, and we kind of talked about him. And he was like, you know, Van Rome's the guy that 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 they, that they see. Trying to be the tempo guy and trying to create the the nastiness because there's no nasty guys on their offensive line right. Like Colton Miller right. has gotten better um, at the left tackle position, yep. um, but he's still not you know he's still not that that you know exclusive guy. He's just gotten better from his rookie year. Dylan Parham still trying to figure just still trying to figure things out because he's only, he's only a second year guy right um, at, at the left guard position. Andre James is still figuring out how to play the center position for them. Yep. Um, you know, as as a as – a, as a, I think it was a street free agent or a college free agent um, right before the pandemic. And he's kind of been there, but he hasn't really been the guy. And so Jermaine Illuminor is just a guy at right yep. tackle. he's just a yeah. guy. Like, like I look he's forward okay. to that for T.J. Watt.
2: That's a good matchup. Oh, man. Our, yeah, that, that's a,
0: that, I mean, they, 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 keep put, they keep putting out the, the these fresh fish out there for uh, T.J., you would think you would think he's the Gordon's fisherman, um, <laughs> the way he's getting all these fresh fish. Um, but yeah, Illuminor is is, is okay, um, you know. And then they bring in then they, so now what they also do because they're still bringing Michael Meyer along, their second right. round pick from this year, and Austin Hooper's kind of kind of hit his kind of window. Um, they're bringing in Thayer Munford, um, the kid from last year that was uh, that was the um, from Ohio State. They're bringing him in and they're using him as an extra lineman a lot.
2: Yes, and a lot.
0: But 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 they. And, but here's the thing: they use him. Like they'll bring him in and then they'll bring in Jacob Johnson, their fullback, right? And then they run in the exact same direction. I'm like, is there no creativity? Like, yeah. if you know it's an overload, broken eye right, and they run right. Well, yeah. Hello. There, yeah. Hello. <laughs> I mean that's you know but Hello, god bless McFly. him McFly. god bless him god bless him for it hey, let's, mean, well hey, hey. we'll take it hey is, is that what you could say hey they have a tell we, <laughs> no i'm not gonna say it. i'm not gonna do that I'm if they that. have a tell <laughs> don't tell okay that's our yeah, exactly that's our motto. don't tell in the locker room. not we're not gonna tell yeah we in the locker tell, room don't tell hey steeler nation they don't do that <laughs> <laughs> they don't i swear all right i swear yeah all right anyway. all right we gotta
2: take a break <laughs> because when we come back max is gonna keep going we got a lot of scouting going on here. And yeah, we uh, do. It's only Stars, Florida Gators. <laughs> That's right. Only Max That's right. can deliver it here in the locker room. We'll be back after this. <laughs>
0: This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, we are back inside the locker room. He's Wolf, I'm Starks. Ninjas on the one and twos would be Wesley Euler. And uh, we're, we're going more on... Scouting report Friday, breakdown Friday of the matchup. And one nugget I want to want also dangle out there, Wolf. Yes. Is when we're talking about starts to a season. Um, starts or you know, Starks? St- start. Max Starks. Florida Gators. <laughs> I mean, it's always about Starks. I mean, every time I talk. You but, go. you know. But talking about... NFL wise, stars to the season, yes. you know. So, one of the key things to note, um, the importance of week three is this: teams that go two and one after week three have a fifty-four and a half percent chance of making the playoffs. Ooh,
2: that's interesting.
0: And about a thirty-one point seven percent chance of winning their division. Now, on the flip side, if you go one and two Uh after this weekend, you have exactly a 25.3% chance of making the playoffs and a 12.6% chance of winning the division. So there is added pressure to making sure that you finish this weekend Two and one over one and two because you almost double your chances and odds of making it to the playoffs. And teams that are three and zero oh have a 75% chance of making the playoffs. But that's neither here nor there because we're not in that category. <laughs> yeah, you can't that would erase be reserved that one for San loss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, can't erase that one loss. A very good one loss. But hey, you could avenge that one loss. That let's, you let's, can let, do. Let's, be, let's be inspirational right now, Wolf. Well, you can avenge that one loss. To the team that you lost to. If you make it to the playoffs. and you make it all the way to the Super Bowl. You could. You too could probably see them. Um <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> But I digress. Um, you know. I, I look at this game. And this matchup. And you know. I, I'm just. Um, once again. PFF has pissed me off. Wolf.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They kind of.
0: Right, I got so, you. Let's hear the rant. So,
2: Let's go. Boo, okay, so. Boo.
0: <laughs> so, offensive and defensive players with a 90-plus PFF grade coming out of week two. Okay. Can you take a gander of who is the only Steeler on this list to score above a 90? Let's
2: see, the only Steeler above the list.
0: Maybe, is it Presley Harvin? No, <laughs> right, we go punter. <laughs> that, 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 you know what? No, no. Th- this guy did win a, an elite award this week.
2: Oh, okay. Alex Highsmith. Yes. Thank you. Al- I actually got one. Of, he- and that was I know I wasn't See, Look at that though, clue because Presley look had a great day. Clue. So I thought maybe he did. He maybe, did. Okay, they give Presley a high grade. The, the,
0: they, they 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 do not respect punters in the PF okay. as well. All right. So yeah, because there there are no punters in the in the uh, in in it with a ninety. Okay, um, but boo. here, here, yeah, exactly. Boo. Boo. Boo.
1: Now go away, or I shall taunt you a second time.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And then, do you know where? Do you know where T.J. Watt landed on this list?
2: No. Where did he land?
0: An eighty-two point six PFF grade. Oh. Alex Highsmith <laughs> got a ninety-one point one. Right. T.J. got an eighty-two point six. But yet. Let's see. Grant Delpit, Mm -hmm. the safety for the Cleveland, he got a 90. Ah. Um, Miles Garrett got a 91.7. What was that stat line again? That's
1: right. Sucked. Um, well, Max, actually, you just don't understand, okay? It's all. I don't want to hear. It's I about, don't want to hear about, from you, pass, PFF it's guy. It's about pass rush win rate, okay? And Miles Garrett wins at the line of scrimmage more than TJ Watt does. Now, what happens after the fact is unpredictable. Mm-hmm. It's not an exact science. It depends on how athletic the quarterback is. with a pass rush win rate. Pass rush win rate. <laughs> That's a great imitation. I,
0: I I just realized that Wes Euler is now a Looney Tunes character. <laughs>
1: Uh, bleep, bleep 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 that's yeah, all pff exactly.
0: yeah exactly exactly pff i will not tell you the acronym but i'll let you figure <laughs> that out with all the expletives um <laughs> but um but yeah so that so that just kind of that, that that was my random rate They kind of pissed me off a little bit so um
2: moving that, right along that is amazing though really when you see the disparity and how they you know, grade I and mean. everything else it it does give you like
0: what, what, what are you in the watching? hell are they looking at? Yeah. They, or, or they're not? They're just running algorithms on a computer. So, okay, you know, God, God bless them in their mother's basement. Yeah. Um, exactly. Just make sure, Ma, more meatloaf. You know, that's what I kind of <laughs> picture when I see the yeah. when I see the PFF grades come out. I'm just like, okay, okay. He, he's he's crawled out of his dungeon for some pizza rolls <laughs> um, and some Mountain Dew. But uh, let but me yeah, say this. No.
2: Let me say this now. Max Crosby is intriguing to me. Max Crosby's just coming up off his best year. He had 12 and a half sacks. He has 30-some quarterback hits, number of tackles for loss. I mean, the guy is a legitimate player. When I watch him rush, he is one of those speed to power, captain crash type guys who will immediately start throwing swims, uppercuts, hand traps, all those things. He never stops. You know, he is really one of those yes. guys that you got to have, I, 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 myself, I have a lot of respect for him. He doesn't look like a guy that spends a lot of time on leg day like uh, Troy Polamalu, if you watch his hair commercials. He's always on leg day. Troy always gets his legs done. But when you watch a guy like Max Crosby, the dude's got as many, uh, I don't know, as more tattoos than sacks. Uh, but he is a high-velocity, kind of a Raptor-like guy going after it on any given pass rush.
0: Yeah, no, uh, one of the things that, um, you know, you have to credit Max, Max, no matter what the situation, and they were throwing double teams at him, they were throwing chips right. at him, they were throwing body presence at Max because they knew that was the one guy that if he starts to get heated up, he'll inspire the rest of the group, right? Right, right. He's the rallyer. He, he's the he's difference maker, yes. And difference maker on the defensive side of the ball, so you have to keep him suppressed. Um, but once you suppress him, there's nobody else, Wolf. No. There's nobody else. That jumps into the fold and says, "You know what? Aye, I, I ca- oh, Captain, my Captain, I will be there to help you." Nah, you know that. Bilal Nichols, God bless his soul. You know he he is he is trying, and he is doing his best. Yes, but you know he has he has not been the guy. You know that they signed. I mean, he went on. He was on pup last year. You know he was activated. He was okay, but. You know, he really hasn't quite figured it out at the mm-hmm. defensive tackle position. Right. Um, you know, I look at I look at Jerry Tillery, and Tillery was waived from the Chargers and picked up by them. He's a solid body in the run game, but he's just a guy. You know, John Jenkins behind him. Jenks has been in the league for a minute. Yep. Um, and, you know, and you have a young guy in Byron Young that you drafted in the third round, but you haven't really seen him kind of take flight um, for that squad. And then, like I said, you know, Ty- it's Tyree Wilson and Malcolm Koontz on the other side that are rotating for that edge type of position and both young, but don't really have the wiggle, um, that you would think that's why you have to move Max Crosby on side to side, kind of like a Nick Bosa, except for Nick Bosa has, has two big defensive tackles that also help him between Armstead and, and Hargrave, um, that really allow him to get opportunities. But Max Crosby is like, okay, wherever he's at, all right. Send the running back that way. Okay, line the tight end up that way. All right, we're done. Now let's just go execute our offense. We took care of that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's going to be really interesting how they do that. Um, you know, I, I said this, you know, defensively, we know who who, who Robert Spillane is. Yes. Uh, oh. We know how to put him in a quandary. Uh, we know the intimate details of of his, of his skill set. Because he's been on our team for so long, so you know, putting him in that position, Divine Diablo is getting better, but still hasn't quite gotten it. Still, he still gets. He's still very introverted. Like when he messes up on a play, you see it bleed into the next play. Yeah, like he doesn't know how to like shake it off a bad play. Well, he doesn't turn so, the page very well. Does not turn the page very well at right. all. So. You got to make him feel bad about himself. Yes, that's why you send a. That's why you send a Darnell Washington down the seam, throw him a little jump ball, and let him go sky, sky, sky jump over him, uh, and then he'll be thinking about it for the next for the next quarter and a half. Um, that's why you have to utilize these tight ends. That's why I think when you do put them now, Devon Diablo is fast. I will say this: he is a very fast linebacker. So it's one of those things where if you're trying to like squirt a guy out and try and run like a little arrow route and he's in pursuit, you've got to put it on that guy immediately, whether it's the running back or the tight end, because Devon Diablo has makeup speed, so you can't just loft it out there. You can't float it out there because he can run underneath some things and probably cause some problems. But if you can put him in a situation where you know it's mano-a-mano, man-on-man, right? and he has to make a decision because you're running directly at him and then running an option off of him, you know he he does he I don't think he has the decision making skills quite yet to be able to decipher how to force the option. You know what I'm saying? Like right. he, he's one that like okay like you know what I'm not gonna give him middle of the field. So guess what I'm gonna play a little bit low and inside and force them to take the outside option route. You know as opposed to staring flat footed head to head. Right. They get to the, you know they get they get they get toe to toe and then now he he has to read off of it. Then he's wrong. And that's what you have to do with a fryer move, with a Connor Hayward. Get toe-to-toe, make the cut, and force him to be wrong. Um, you know, because that's how you're gonna take advantage. And then, of course, Bobby Spillane, you know, as you take the drag across from one side to the other and he has zone, he has zone drop responsibility underneath, and he has to pass off from a guy, or he's passing off to another guy, that's where you put him in the quandary where it becomes a foot race, and he does not have Truly, the makeup speed in the foot race category against a Connor Hayward or a Pat Fryer move, or a Najee or a Jalen Warren.
2: Well, the Bills and the Bills and the Broncos both just obliterated the the linebackers as far as the total yardage. I mean, when you watch them, they had receptions, they had you know carries. I mean, the fact is they gave up 183 yards rushing to the Buff Bills. And um, in, in the, in the fact in what you described earlier was Josh Allen was 31 of 37. I mean, the first 13 yeah. passes in a row didn't even hit the dirt. And then, you know, to do to complete such a high percentage there, it's interesting to me because they used a lot of backs, so they're going to go against, you yeah. know, the, the linebackers there and going to put them in that position where – and I hope that's what the Steelers are planning on doing, you know, because I could see where Jalen Warren's got a big opportunity this weekend, Najee Harris, a big opportunity this weekend to be productive, not just in – Trying to run, run the ball and
0: at the teeth of that defense yes. stop yes, please running around R- tell that man to run through. He is built. God mm. gave him a skill yeah. set and a body that runs through things. Absolutely. Not around things. That's why. And I then the after he runs horse, through man. you, then he runs past you. Uh-oh. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. that's what he's built to do. Stop with all the cute stuff. Stop with all the edge and oh, we've got to bounce it to the outside and this perib- No. Go run and hit somebody in the mouth. Go to the Marshawn Lynch school of ru- of running backs, right? Yes. Allow that man and do and do it consist. What was it? Hit him in the mouth, right? Hit him in the mouth over and over <laughs> and over and over and over, and over, over and, and over and over it. again. Bottom line: punch him in the mouth. That's 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 what it is. You have you have to do that, you know, or you subscribe to the Mike Tyson school. Everybody has a, Everybody has a game plan until they get punched in the face, right? <laughs> Like go to the teeth of this defense because I'm telling you the teeth aren't strong. No, they aren't. It's Cream of wheat. They're they're, they're not eating rocks. You know, like 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 San Francisco and Cleveland, right? They exactly. want the soupy stuff. They want the milky oatmeal, right? They don't want the overnight oats, right? <laughs> they, they need to soup it in, make them feel better. Sensitive teeth, right? I mean, that's what you have cream to do with wheat. this please. I was thinking of something. That's I hate cream, cream of wheat. Oh, that's terrible. I know. I'm a grits guy. I'm from the yes. south. I love I, grits. And, you know what? And I people tried to pass grits. off cream of wheat as grits. Yeah. And I was no. like, what is wrong with you? No. This is a completely different texture. No, that's but, no. It's not good. All right. All right. Well, now that we're getting everybody hungry for breakfast again, <laughs> uh, we're gonna step aside here. This, you know, we need we need food sponsors. That's what we need. You know. We do. We do. Where is Caliente Pizza sending me a pizza that's all the way old. to that,
2: Arizona? Oh yeah, that's right. We're gonna have to do something about we that. We do
0: have one food sponsor. I just haven't seen the food yet. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I'm still due, after three years, I'm still due a caliente pizza uh, sit
2: down with you, Wolf. Porky's revenge. Porky's revenge.
0: Oh. Hey, I I'm here for it. You. All right. Well well we're gonna get we're gonna step aside and Wolf's going to figure out how to order Caliente pizza to the office. <laughs> uh, we'll be back in a minute. You're inside the locker room. It's Wolf Starks Ninjas here on SNR and ESPN Radio. Yin's Chat regular season challenge is back. Each week, answer Steeler trivia and make game day picks for a chance to win signed helmets, jerseys footballs or even a trip to the 2024 NFL draft new this season doubling answer the day's questions correctly and get double the points log into the Steelers mobile app now and play for a chance to win this week's prize which is a George Pickens autographed jersey that's right GP 14 is available if you get it right this week and today's question is Vince Williams or Earl Holmes most tackles in a Steelers Sunday night football game. Log into the Steelers mobile app and answer this question now for your chance. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. One of
2: the interesting stats that uh, has surfaced going into this game, Max, is the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo has not been sacked yet. And I got to tell you, it's it's not because I think this line is a great line, uh, but it's interesting that he's been able to avoid any saccharations at all uh, based on the fact you watch. And some of the times he's just running for his life.
0: Yeah. Well, and, you know, here's the funny thing. So – their pressure rate allowed is at 37.2%. Mm. So he's getting plenty pressure. Yes. It's just they have not figured out a way to take him down before he gets rid of the ball. And that that's a savvy vet, right? That's a savvy vet quarterback. Right. This is now his third team. He understands, hey, get the ball out. You know, live to fight another play. But that also the negative part about that is, is that they won't give him a sack when there's an interception that's wrong. <laughs> that, well yeah yeah oops oops <laughs> oops. oops wounded duck is. wounded duck sighting. is duck hunt time uh, <laughs> 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 Pow. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah so so that is and they're and they're 23rd in the league in allowing pressure to their quarterback now transversely the Steelers are 15th in the league in pressure rate allowed at 33 mm-hmm. percent so that just goes to show you the difference between fifteen and twenty three, right, is about is about a four percent difference. Yeah. Um, and the Steelers have been doing their job. So middle of the road, which with our offensive line, not bad as they as they continue to grow as a unit. Um but obviously a lot of room for improvement. We're right at the middle of the pack in that um regard, which I think when you think about the first two weeks and who we had to see, that's pretty darn good. Right. Now, the
2: other thing I look at this thing offensively is they don't target the tight ends much. You know, whether it's Austin Hooper or Michael Meyer, either, either one of those or Jasper, Horsted
0: or Jesper. You got to ja- say ja- the right, ja- Jesper. Ja- got to get ja- Jesper, Jesper right. Does, is that Jesper a Southern
2: thing? Much. Jesper? Is that a Southern thing? No, Jasper
0: name? is. Jasper is. Okay. I don't know where Jesper is from. Okay. I was just wondering. That, that that might be like a Wyoming thing. I don't know. That might be like Pacific Northwest. <laughs> We're different from those guys in the South. We're going to call them, instead of Jasper, we're going to call them Jesper. <laughs> we, we got our own
1: take on that. There you go.
0: That's right. That's right. It's not Canadian. Canadians would never blaspheme
1: the word Jasper. I actually right think there. it might be Canadian. Really? Oh, you're going, you're going with that? I don't know. Maybe that's a little. bit... I mean, bit there's sweet. a hockey there's a no, hockey player Jesper harsh. Fast who's from Canada. That's the only other reference I got.
2: No, one, got.
0: the one, the one Jesper all of Canada. His family probably migrated from Wyoming. I'm just saying.
2: Why don't you look it up, man? <laughs> look it up.
0: We got. Why, am, we why go? am I bagging on Wyoming? Because I need if you, to stop that. Well I just came randomly. Oh, in my
1: Swedish. Head. Never mind. Sorry. Swedish. Oh! He's uh, Swedish. He's Swedish. Yeah, you want to get some IKEA and some meatballs.
0: Swedish meatballs. Yeah.
1: Plays for the New Jersey Devils from Stockholm, Sweden. Sweden. <laughs> see, he's not even from Oh Canada. I was yeah, wrong. That's right, sorry, friends. Sorry, Top Hat up there, Canada. Friends up in the great white <laughs> yeah. right north. are Top Hat. I apologize. <laughs> well, that's think, on me.
0: Think about
2: this. If that was if if, if it was just a Wyoming thing, then <clears throat> you'd have to call it Yellowstone instead of Yellowstone. Ye- yeah, yeah, yeah. That is
0: true. Yeah. And listen, after going to the beautiful uh, state of Wyoming and, and visiting visiting their national parks and everything no. else and seeing the Grand Tetons. You know what? I apologize. Uh-oh. I apologize to the What'd state of do? Wyoming. Not because I oh. offended them by saying that they were the ones that would name somebody Jesper. Oh, so that's my I, fault. See. I, I'm I see. I am apologize. I randomly popped in my head, and you know what? That was offensive. That was offensive <laughs> to all Wyomingans. And Brett Kiesel. <laughs> I,
1: I got a feeling Kiesel would be laughing right along with you. Yeah, that, That's the only person I know from Wyoming. So. <laughs> Max, you offended all 37 people from Wyoming. How dare you?
0: Oh, 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 there's hey, a shot.
1: Hey. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> Pre-Bear season, too.
2: <laughs> Pre-Bear
0: season. Population goes down to 33.
2: <laughs> all right. Let's take a break and get out of this one because we don't want to <laughs> offend anybody on the uh, – Wyoming, Dakotas, you know, respect the, Mont-
0: sweet
1: yeah, yeah, respect you know, sweet. Montana <laughs> too. All right, that's right. The, Mon- the
0: Bozemanites.
2: Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. So, so we're gonna come back with more of the scouting report in the locker room. Coming back after this.